0: Hey friends, this episode was actually recorded in my free Facebook group, Learning to Love Your Food and Love Yourself, probably the first of many. So listen in and let me know what you think. Welcome to the Love Your Food, Love Yourself podcast. I am Tammy, your tenacious and fun-loving host. I have been a dietitian for 20 years where I have helped countless women transform their relationship with food and their body. I believe to my core that as you start peeling back the layers to love your food and love yourself, you end up loving your life like never before and now is the time, my friend. It is time to break up with diet culture, shift your current stories, rev up your internal barometer and recognize that every body, regardless of size, not only deserves dignity and respect, but can be healthy because our habits and how we love on ourselves and think about ourselves is truly what matters. In this podcast, we have real conversations about struggles, insecurities, and false beliefs with loving ourselves and each other through a lens of curiosity, anti-judgment, intuitive eating, spirituality, and a heaping dose of laughter, but maybe some tears and a whole lot of realness. everybody welcome to wellness wednesday i missed last week i don't recall now why but i just yeah needed a needed to take a break i guess so anyhow i am coming to you this wednesday with kind of a a special topic and first though i wanted to share a little bit so With my business, I offer coaching to women or those with female energy who are, you know, really wanting to dive deep into the learning how to love your food and love yourself. Now, with that said, other pieces of what I offer are things like this Facebook group and working on publishing the journal that you have all heard about, and I also am going to be helping another coach coach in her her business as well, and I have the Facebook group here, and I have the podcast, which I think I may have already mentioned the Facebook group. So with all these different pieces, I've been looking at kind of my commitments and how I can really best serve everybody, And one of the things that I have decided to trial out is actually utilizing these Facebook Lives and turning the audio into a podcast. Now, this might work sometimes when I have a guest, and sometimes it may not work when I have a guest. So there's still going to be other podcasts that come up as well as I have several guests still lined up, and I will say that last week's guest for the podcast, for some reason, our audio did not work, which I'm super bummed about, because it was a great conversation. However, everything works out, and she has um, agreed to come in here on this Facebook group and actually give us some tips in person She is a fashion expert and can really help women with dressing their bodies, you know, in the body that they're in currently. So I'm super excited to have her back. She's going to be, like I said, live with us here. We are still working on resetting up a new date for that to work, but anyhow. Um, That is coming. So, we might be able to have some guests here in the group. So, if you feel like, you know, this is something that, you know, you know, anybody who could benefit from some of this information, you know, please feel free to invite them in. So, another just small shift that I wanted to announce is that podcasts are going to be published on Wednesdays now instead of Sundays. And the reason I'm doing that is because with In the past, trying to publish a podcast on a Sunday, I found myself often working during the weekend, and that's just not in alignment with my values of spending time with my family as as much as possible on the weekends. So with that in mind, you can expect that the podcast will start to be released on Wednesdays, starting today pending there are no, you know, technical glitches or anything like that. So anyhow, those are some of the updates, um, you know, from what you can expect to see and get support with here. Okay. So let's go ahead and shift a little bit. And I wanted to chat a little bit about this statement, everything Is practice and this has come to me for more than one reason (laughs) recently which I'll share kind of at the end but you know if we can really kind of stop and, and think about it it is very true it's literally from the time that we are born right until now everything is a practice so you know as we're learning how to walk we You know, we get up, we start, and then we might fall down and we get back up and we try again. We're practicing walking, right? And I even had that experience after I had my ankle surgery last year. I had to practice walking. I also had to be very intentional with how I was walking. So I had to practice taking, you know, certain strides. Um, and as I posted in the group earlier, kind of asking about, you know, have you done sports? Have you played the piano? Have you done yoga? Like all of these different things, all of those, we talk about how practice makes perfect, but you know, um, I don't really believe that there's anything such as perfection because we are humans and we are constantly evolving. So practice just, you know, can refine our skill maybe, but everything takes practice, right? If you're, a sports player, right? And you're a football player or something like that. That person does not just go out there and just do everything, right? They have to attend practices. If you are even someone who is a book writer, you may have to practice your writing, right? If you're playing piano, that's a skill. You might have to, you have to practice that. But then it can be as simple as even things like cooking. Recently, we have not really recently, probably more than recently, we got a new stove and I've had to practice <laughs> making stuff in it because I can't seem to make a good recipe with uh, banana bread. And I got closer last time, which I've never had the issue of making banana bread for my kids or myself. For some reason, it's just not turning out great. So, anyways, I keep practicing anytime I get a little bit closer. So, anyways, even that can be practice, right? And sometimes it's not even just, you know, our actual things that we're quote unquote doing, right? It can also be how we're speaking. You can practice taking out maybe filler words, which is something I practice with hosting, communication, platforms, right? So we can practice slowing down. We can practice being intentional with our words. And then we can also practice how we think about our thoughts. And yes, we think about our thoughts. (laughs) We are actually the thinker of our thoughts. So we can practice how we think. We can practice awareness. right? We can practice shifting our attention. We can practice focusing on feelings and increasing vibration. We can practice literally anything. So, Facebook has changed their algorithms a little bit here when you're doing lives and you can't always see when people are on live, so I do want you to post in the comments, like, what are you currently practicing right now? Even just today, what are you practicing? You might find that (laughs) everything is a practice, right? So, um, but what would you like to put your attention towards in terms of practicing? And then I wanted to share a little bit about why this is really kind of passionate on my heart to share about this. And that is because when we are somebody who is learning about intuitive eating, or we are somebody who is working on our body image, both of those things are practice. We have been accustomed potentially to, you know, maybe quote-unquote go on XYZ diet and then go on that diet, but in reality, even just doing diets in and of itself is a practice as well. It's a practice that has served you, maybe hasn't served you, served you in that time frame, doesn't serve you anymore, right? But it, it was a practice, right? And so now, as you're shifting, you might start to think, okay, well there's an end result with intuitive eating. Because in our diet mind, our diet mind would think there's an end result, right? We go on X, Y, Z diet, we lose X, Y, Z pounds, we are and then psh, done, right? It, it appears as if it's very finalized. However, that's not the case, right? We know that it ends up being very circular and we end up going back. And um, we've talked about that in in other lives here and other podcasts so a lot of times when people start the practice of intuitive eating they may think okay I'm gonna get through the ten chapters not the ten chapters the ten principles of intuitive eating and then I will be an intuitive eater now you could shift and you will shift your identity to being an intuitive eater. However, it's still a practice. It's still a practice that gets there, that, that um, you know, that you get to. Because you may feel really good in your, with your relationship with food and how you're feeling about your body and you're doing all of the things, showing your body love and respect and all of the goodness, right? But then life might creep in a little bit and life might say, hmm, <laughs> we're gonna throw this at you, right? And in that moment we have to be able to practice our awareness, right? We have to be able to practice our self-compassion. And then we have to think about how are we gonna practice, you know, being an intuitive eater, how am I gonna continue being an intuitive eater? Because our brain is going to so much just want to pull us, you know, right back into who maybe we were before we started this process. And then, also, the whole piece around, you know, body image and learning to love ourselves, right, that is a practice as well. It's a practice to recognize that it may be something that we need to practice in our everyday, right? And I just wanted to share a little personal story about this. So as many of you know, I had COVID back in January. I have, I think, fully recovered. I went and had my doctor check out last week Actually, that's what I was doing on Wednesday. I was doing my own personal wellness Wednesday instead of here in this uh, Facebook group. Had everything checked out. I don't have any residuals from um, potential, the, the, some of the concerns that we thought there could be with the heart and, and things like that. Everything is, everything is well, right? Um, but anyhow, through that process and the time of my healing, I had to be... I did have to definitely practice self-compassion for myself because I was not able to move my body as much as I was used to during that healing time frame. I would able I was able to take walks. I was able to do yoga, but I wasn't even able to take a bike ride without feeling like my heart would race or getting dizzy and just a lot of different things like that happening. So I had to practice really being self-compassionate with myself. And there were days where I could just be, you know, really frustrated potentially but through that practice and strengthening that tool, you know, with self-compassion. I was able to. And through this time frame, I also I'm pretty sure I gained weight, okay? I don't check my weight on a scale because I do not subscribe to being tied to that number. I like to listen to my body, and the numbers often just can get us really caught back into a diet mentality, so I practice listening to my body. And sometimes our body can be a signal to say, you know, hey, there's something going on within the body. And I know I talked about this on a podcast uh, maybe two or three weeks ago with um, the dietitian in the UK, but there's not a lot of good research out there in terms of what is the inflammation response happening within the body when somebody has COVID, and, you know, is it potentially slowing metabolism at all is the inflammation response you know causing potentially a body to hang on to weight for some reason and anecdotally i am seeing that that is happening with most people that i know who have had covid and unfortunately we just we don't have a lot of research around that because all the research that you can find just tries to correlate um you know someone's at higher risk of COVID if they have a certain body weight, which is absolutely not good research, by the way, but that's a whole other topic. Um, but with that said, the reason I'm bringing this up is because when I get dressed sometimes, right now, sometimes my clothes aren't comfortable. Sometimes the clothes that I've been wearing recently just don't really feel that great on my body. and. One of the principles of intuitive eating is body respect. And within body respect is it's about dressing your body in clothes that feel really good in your body, you know? So I've had a lot of experiences lately of just really, really needing to practice the self-compassion for my body. And for dressing it even and sometimes just taking a deep breath and saying to myself it's okay that I'm gonna change my clothes because you know what when I change my clothes I'm gonna feel a lot better and ultimately how I feel is much more important I could go down the road of thinking oh gosh gained weight I just need to get this weight off my body's ugly you know Um, and I'll tell you I'll be honest with you, those thoughts, they they creep up. They are under the surface, okay? But each day I am making an intentional shift to practice my self-compassion towards myself and my body. Now, does that mean that, hey, you know, I'm just fine how I am and I don't need to worry about my health and and all that. That's not what this is about at all. This is about being okay with today and respecting my body and then slowly making some shifts towards fun body movement, which is principle nine, okay? Slowly making those shifts where it feels good to me, things that I enjoy. Okay. And I'm going to tell you one of my goals (laughs) when I am done teaching at the college this semester, one of my goals is to join a dance class because I love dancing. Absolutely. And I may do Zumba as well. We'll see. But I just want to join a dance class, like that kind of body movement and thinking about doing that, that gets me out of bed that's like, heck yes, I'm gonna rearrange my schedule to make that happen. Now, am I going into it thinking about, I am going to do a dance class because it's gonna shrink my body? Nope, not at all. (laughs) I'm gonna go into that dance class because it is gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun and I know that it's gonna give my heart a workout and I know that increased, you know, cardio helps with my body. And I also know that I'm committing to a yoga practice, a weekly yoga practice as well, because I also know that my body feels so much better when I stretch it and I breathe with it and I do those things. So to be honest with you, there's been some shifting in my life in order to Get to where I can make those commitments, and I could so easily beat up on myself and say, I just need to do that yoga class every week. I can't believe I haven't been doing it. I need to just get that exercise done. Why am I not doing it? Right? Like, I wanted to do it today, but now I'm not. You know, it's so easy to just chastise ourselves for all of the things that we're, you know, not doing. But guess what, that doesn't help us. It doesn't help us to be hard on ourselves. It doesn't help us to be a critic, right? So sometimes if you literally don't have quote unquote time in your day to implement parts of intuitive eating and loving your food and loving yourself, what can you do? Okay? How can you be compassionate for yourself? Can it be as simple as, you know what, I'm going to go and buy two new pairs of pants that I feel really good wearing and that just raise my vibration, help me feel a little bit better. Can it also be, I'm going to set up something within my life maybe two months down the road to where I now know I will be able to do the fun body movements that you know I, my body so desires. And until then, what can I do? How can I maybe reduce my sitting time? How can I maybe do this, 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 or this, right? And all of this that we're talking about, all of it is a practice. All of it is a practice of shifting that mindset around what can I do? So if I were to recommend one thing to quote unquote practice that would really help you lean into learning how to love your food and love yourself, I would really say focus in on what can I do today that will help me move just one step further and adopt that as a mindset, make that your practice. And of course, I think, make it a practice to do journaling as well. But, you know, if that even feels too much for you, I say, what can you do right now? You know, and if that doesn't feel good to you, just think about what it is that you want to practice. Practicing, practicing, practicing. Everything is a practice. Even your most, how do I want to say, like, if let's just say you're a, a, a yoga fanatic, I know a lot of my um, friends and audience do yoga or practice yoga, really is the right term. If you think about some of the highest, you know, yogi masters, they don't practice yoga and get to a certain point and say, Oh, I'm now completed. I've I can now say I've you know done XYZ. No, they continuously practice, right? Because if they were to not continue to practice, guess what? They would no longer be able to do maybe what they were doing prior. Same thing goes for even a football player, right? A sports person. They could, maybe they get to the point, right? I'm, I'm so bad with some of these sports names, being that I'm from Denver, Colorado, My fave, probably forever, will be John Elway in the Broncos. When he got to the point where he was doing so well in his career, you know, do you think he just stopped practicing football? No, he had to continue to still practice and refine his craft, right? So I ask you, what does that look like for you? Where would you like to fill a little bit of more practice You know in your life and what is maybe one thing that you could adopt for practicing learning to love your food and love yourself and even loving your life because as we talked about i believe maybe the last episode or so how we do one thing is how we do everything right how we practice food is how we practice life so what practice can you adopt Around food, or around body image, or around your thoughts, or around within your life that can end up having a ripple effect into your whole life. I'm gonna leave it there. I, like I said, I'm not seeing questions come up in this in this live because with the algorithm something has changed recently, and it's really challenging for some reason to see th- those things come up. So I'm gonna have to research that. But yeah, so post in the comments below i will definitely be checking them and for everybody who's listening to this on the podcast be sure to check out the link in the podcast to join the group the love your food love yourself group because then you can have the opportunity to get on these live calls and you can ask your questions and get a direct answer from me and i am going to be committing to now a time frame for these calls because that was something within my schedule that was not working is to have one single time frame but these live facebook calls are going to be at noon on wednesdays so wellness wednesday at noon you can expect for me to pop on to this live and when i say noon i mean central standard time so 12 central standard time be popping in here with the topic so If there is something you would like to see in the group or questions, I know we've, we've done that. I always say that at the end, right. But it's like, I really do love to hear the ideas and they have given me some direction on where to go in the future. So just keep it coming in, keep it coming in and until next week, right. Keep on with the journaling and keep on practicing with loving your food, loving yourself and I'll be in touch. Alright, thank you all. Have a good week.